Hey, MMA by Milligan, it's your boy, MMA Catbridge. Hey, guess what, man? I'm gonna blow your fucking mind. Ben Askren, lost. T Wood, he's got a fight coming up. He's gonna lose. Conor McGregor, lost. But, who? Who is the only MMA fighter to beat a boxer? You know who it is. The T-Rex. The one and only. Artem motherfucking Lobot. Doug Goat. Also, subscribe to my OnlyFans. That is hilarious. Uh, MMA Catfish. That is absolutely hilarious. Welcome, everyone, to MMA by Milliken. And, yeah, suspect picks are backed, fully vaxxed and ready to attack people. Hope you, I'm glad to see that folks are enjoying the midweek motivation, midweek positivity. I'm glad you are enjoying that. Hope, if, if anything, I hope to continue doing that. Um, the MMA podcast, because of scheduling, things like that, it's been pretty tough to continue doing. As you see, I've been taking breaks, things like that. Tough to continue doing. So, but midweek motivation, I hope to definitely continue uh, doing. Oh, man, the superstars came out today to support the podcast, to lend their uh, hands by giving me some listener questions. The hardcore definitely came out. The superstars definitely came out for this one. Of course, starting with uh, at MMA Catfish. And his, uh, he, he had, you know, he changes his username often. But, uh, you know, top 99% of OnlyFans link in the bio. This one is very self-descriptive. Uh, self and yes, the link is actually in the bio he does have an only fans account you guys should subscribe to it and he uh does break if you're if you're about this podcast if you're new first of all you shouldn't be new but if you are check out his breakdowns he breaks down a lot of other podcasts he has one of his own but he breaks down a lot of other podcasts which is fantastic so uh yeah i you know and i want to include cyrus's question um he had asked, or he asked rather, who do you think uh, wins Tyron Willie or the YouTuber? Well, because uh, I don't know the difference between, he put his name up there, but, you know, I'm not going to add his, I'm not going to, it's the YouTuber. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I agree with you and Seth. You know, Woodley is, is doomed. Now, this one, I will say that this one, I saw that they were agreed on a set weight. So it appears that they're actually going to take this fight actually seriously. And I mean, because Willie, he doesn't know how to really sell it the way that Ben Askren could sell it. But yeah, these YouTubers, they're winning. They are definitely winning. And, and people want to get mad. They want to take their heads off and all this other kind of stuff. They're winning. They're winning and they're bringing over. And, and you know, he does bring up a good point. That I don't know which one is who, but one of those YouTubers, you know, constantly talking about, constantly bashing Dana and talking about fighter pay and things like that. Now, some fighters, to me, not all fighters should get paid a lot of money. And Woodley had worn out his welcome. It was time for him to go. But, and boxing isn't really the field to me that you go run to just to make more money. You want to make more money, get into the tech field, get into healthcare, learn about financing. Like, that's the best way to make more money. 
you know, the, the combat sports is just not the place to try and just get a high payday. And damn sure not going over to boxing where the concussions will come more frequently. And most MMA fighters get pieced up. No, I don't. He's 38 years old. I don't. The only, th- only person who is an old timer who right now, right now as it stands, who I think has a chance is uh, Francisco Tornado. 42 years old, on a three-fight win streak. Uh, he is an underdog in this matchup here for good reason. I mean, the man is old. <laughs> you know, yeah. Look, I'm sorry, folks. You know, 42, 38, 42. I don't favor any 48, 30, uh, 38 and 42-year-olds. I don't. But Francisco is definitely, I mean, he is laughing at Father Time. He continues. He's on a three-fight win streak. That included Bobby Green, 4-1 in his last five, 16-6 in the UFC. Man, he's been in a long time. Nine finishes via strikes, five wins by submission. And um, coming off of a TKO victory last July, you know, he is the uh, plus 185 underdog against Muslim uh, Salikov, I don't like his chances against this renowned kickboxer, king of kung fu, 36 years old, multi-time Wushu Sanda world champion. You hear that word a lot over at one championship, 185 victories in kickboxing, undefeated at M1 Global, 12 finishes via strikes in MMA, pro MMA uh, debut 2011 man has been in there a long time a lot of experience 17 and 2 overall 14 and 1 his last 5 4 and 1 in the UFC I do not favor uh, again I don't he's old I don't favor him <laughs> brown belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu he should level change uh, Tronado in this matchup but yeah 42 years old no way he has a good gas tank and to try and carry that over into boxing, MMA fighters just don't understand. You need that gas tank for sure. You need a gas tank, period. You certainly need one for boxing. Yeah, I don't favor any, uh, I don't favor anyone who crosses. I don't care who it is. Except Izzy, those who boxed before. You know, Izzy, Valentina Shevchenko, um, those only ones, depending on who they're fighting. That's another thing. Going up against a champion. Oh, well, these kids are just YouTubers. And then the size difference. <laughs> it's too much of a size difference. But again, like I said, it seems like they agreed, They have an agreed upon weight. So maybe this will be a little, little bit more serious fight. But no, I don't uh, favor him at all. Thank you guys for the contribution. Definitely got to check out Combat Corner. Go straight to Cyrus King. Cyrus Khan at Cyrus King. Check him out and check out all the links to his other content. One of the better content creators on MMA Twitter. And of course, we are all team hot pass folks. Hope you enjoy the content that is provided over on that side of the realm. And yes, I, I'll say it again. I'm diving right into listener questions and I'm going to incorporate the breakdown for UFC Vegas 28 and the breakdown itself. Zoom right in. This is just strictly entertainment episode, folks. Uh, few recaps and that's it. Wrap it up and get y'all out of here. Um, Fight Geek. Oh my goodness, Fight Geek. What's going on? It's nice to see him. But the next question I'm going to go to is uh, Nick Nick, who uh, always contributes to, uh, has always been a contributor to the um, podcast at NPeoples97. You think Dillashaw will ever reclaim the 135 belt? Nope. If he can get to Aljamain and skip past Peter Yan and Rob Font, 
he'll he'll definitely get that belt back. Otherwise, he's getting lit up like a Christmas tree. I don't like his him trying to stand and bang with no Peter Yan or Rob Font. I think he's going to get crushed. And can he stay off the juice? We see too many times fighters get off the juice. They're not the same. And I know he was kind of the the the. Okay, we can try and assume maybe he wasn't on the juice, got on the juice for the Cejudo fight, and then just that was a one-time thing. But we keep hearing he'd been on the juice for a while, and fighters simply aren't the same when they're off that juice. So, no, I don't favor him at all. Thanks for the question, Nick. Next up, I'm going to get to you in the second fight, Geek, but next up we got Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> Uh, blessing the podcast blessing my tiny little uh prelim-esque podcast now it's ash silly little pod silly little l-i-l podcaster at silly little l-i-l l-i-l podcast and now instead of you know before she was the mma nerd now she is covering MMA. She's always been covering uh, wrestling, primarily WWE. Always did that. But now she's including uh, the geek stuff and books, which is fantastic. Good to see more geeks coming out and uh, doing their thing. Her question is, which fight are you most looking forward to this summer? Well, you know, I got my wish so far. That was John Whaley versus Thug Rose. That was the fight I was most looking forward to uh, from the from the door. They came to fruition. I would say uh, Leon Edwards versus. I mean, I want. I'm looking. I want to. Hopefully, they do empower over at one championship. Looking forward to the Adam Weight tournament. Looking forward to the Adam Weight tournament over at Invicta Phoenix Series Three. That's going to be next week. So I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully that comes off without a hitch. COVID protocols shut down Empower. Hopefully those women they just do the separate fights. You know, definitely want to see uh Izuki Harada. She's the one um who I think will take it. A lot of people have C Hio Ham taking it, but uh that's my um this person who I think can take the Adam Waite tournament and challenge Angela Lee. However, Ashley, you know, this card, a lot of eye candy on this card. And, you know, we both love us some eye candy. We have the queen of violence fighting today. I kind of hope, you know, so far she, Lipsky made the weigh-ins. Both, I mean, Montana Del Rosa needs the tile of shame or the cover of shame to make uh, the 126 mark. But, I mean, it's eye candy. And also, too, desperate fighters. You know, I hate to be a scumbag, but it's nothing like desperate fighters. I'm not saying that because they're ladies and they're sexy. No, I'm talking about just desperate fighters, period. You know, prelims, especially UFC Vegas prelims, usually those fighters are either just starting out like Jordan Levitz or they're fighters like these two who desperately need a victory. <laughs> okay, they desperately need to score the victory. Montella De La Rosa is, uh, last I saw, was like a minus 200 favorite in this matchup for a good reason. Lipsky, you know, she can level change, but I think Rosa will be well prepared for that. She seems to do, be able to do a little bit of everything. Not great in terms of her striking. Uh, Lipsky should have the edge there, but I don't think that the grappling will, she'll be as successful Lipsky with the grappling it. 
uh, as she has been in the past. So I kind of think that Rosa will win this matchup. Unfortunately, I don't want to see Lipsky go down in uh, another loss. She's coming off that loss to Antonina Shevchenko. Don't want to see another loss. Definitely don't want to see Rosa in another draw again. However, for betters out there, don't forget that draws draw, pun intended, a ton of money. Ton of money. I doubt there will be a draw here. I wouldn't even bet on this fight. Also, I can, and we got Maquan Americani. I'm sure he would be eye candy for you, Ashley. And who? <sighs> Somebody else. Oh, we have other flyweights. We have other, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. We have other flyweights fighting. And did you check out? I posted a picture. No one took a look at it. Or, they, or you looked at it and just kept on pushing. I uh, did a screenshot. It was just her at the weigh-ins. But I did a screenshot of Tabitha Ricci, who's coming out from straw weight from uh, LFA, filling in last minute. Uh, Morose. Couldn't continue. She has a cut over her eye or something like that. She couldn't continue. Going up against the young, the beast, a female fighter with the nickname the beast. Uh, Manone is going to come through. Uh, now, yeah, I don't like Tabitha's chances in this fight. I think she's going to get ran completely over. Plus, she sees a grappler. I really don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about trying because... Uh, Manone can pretty much do a little bit of everything. Uh, six and one. Her loss, her first and only loss so far, was actually against Leah McCourt, who we just got finished watching over at Bellator uh, when she's uh, Bellator two fifty nine when she scored that victory over. Uh, speaking of eye candy, Janae Harding. Also too. Back to Ike. I mean, listen, I know what you're thinking. Folks is like, man, this dude, this old bastard is thirsty as hell. <laughs> hey, look, you got to remember, I'm old school. I'm old and old school. I come from the days of looking at ugly men like uh, Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell. What slim pickings. Slim pickings when it came to eye candy. It was, you know, look, Rhonda wasn't fantastic but she was definitely i mean we had jenny carano who apparently now turned out to be a scumbag but she was easy on her eyes and you know i'm a fan of uh chris cyborg but other than that i mean it, it was slim picking so look if this is you can't blame me okay but yeah um we have uh another fight looking forward to Denise Kilholtz going up against Juliana Velasquez over at Bellator for the flyweight title. The rankings over there are absolute trash. But, um, hey, I mean, and, and she should be, Denise should be at the number one spot. She's at number four, last I saw. However, it's okay. She's getting a title shot. That's the one thing that they are doing right. Everyone across the board can agree that is the one thing that they're doing right. But yeah, as far as the matchups go, um, I think Della Rosa is going to pull it out by decision. The ladies still got to step up. They got to do this thing. Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. Leah's another fight I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm not a big fan of, I'm not a fan of Leon at all, but I just want this fight to come so we stop talking about Leon getting the fight before he faces Usman. Ho hopefully someone who Usman hadn't already defeated. 
his winning streak doesn't mean much if he is the same people that Usman defeated. I don't care when it was. So hoping that this fight with Nate Diaz comes to pass. I don't care about anything else, but I hope this one does come to pass because so we can get it out of the way. And I think Rosa, Lipsky, and even Edwards, they need they can't just win by decision. They have to go out and it has to bang. It has to be fight of the night material uh, if it goes to a decision. Otherwise, Leon, ha- I mean, hard to do is almost impossible to finish Nate Diaz. This has to be a good, he has to show up. He can't screw up with no eye pokes or, or cheap shots or get disqualified and eh, nonsense. He has to show up. I think they will cut him. They'll flush that. They don't give a damn about that win streak. Especially seeing as he already lost to the champion. People say, well, it was a while ago. Don't care. Don't care. And, and I'm sorry, the UFC shouldn't care. He lost to him already. He could have stopped that win streak. He failed to do that. That's his fault. Okay, you can say, oh, it's tough and make all the excuses. That's his fault. And he really hasn't done anything except screw up against Bilal Muhammad of all people. It's like, come on, you talk about a gimme fight. No offense to Bilal Muhammad. That was a gimme fight for Edwards, and he still screwed it up. So, yeah, he, he can't. He, and it's just like with you and Jake. You got to fight somebody. You can't just keep sitting around. Fight someone. You know, so, yeah. There you go, Ashley. But yeah, got some more ad candy. Don't forget to check out Tabitha Ricci, especially when the fight starts because she's probably going to get brutalized. That five and was it six and oh? No, five and oh is probably going is going to turn into five and one if by some stretch of the imagination she does win. Damn the numbers. Because I really didn't see the numbers for this betting wise. I don't care what the numbers are. That's going to be the biggest upset on the night, truly. Because heavyweights, it can go either way. No one cares. <laughs> it can go either way. But that fight right there, that's a big one to watch. Because if Tabitha wins, going to see more of her. And we love seeing eye candy. Thank you so much, Ashley, for your question. And yes, as I mentioned earlier, the fight geek. Wow, another superstar coming through. And of course, he is the co-host of the Split Decision Podcast with Phil, the MMA dude. You guys got to check them out. They're one of the first. I actually didn't check a lot of the, a lot of the um, a lot of people that I follow, especially those who are content creators that I follow. It um, it was through YouTube. It wasn't Twitter. Was it MMA Twitter? No kind of Twitter. It was actually through YouTube. So whoever had a YouTube channel, that's how. Only since Sarah is the only person who I caught up with last. Um, but yes, they have their own breakdown for UFC Vegas 28. You got to check that out. And his question is very simple. Nico versus Pieta. I think it's Pieta. Michelle, who you got? Uh, I got Mattel, actually. I, I think he, he's, he's been fighting, you know, it's people looking forward to this fight because two wild men in there, anything can happen, looking forward to some backfips, some brutality, uh, all kinds of craziness going on. But you know what? I think that because Mitchell was very focused in his last fight. I mean, it is Chaos Williams after all. He's very focused. So I think that he's going to be a little bit more focused. I think he's going because all, doing all the crazy stuff makes him, he's a big dude for that weight class 
And I think that he it, he got to manage the gas tank. I can't believe he's only 27 years old. I, mean, I hate to be harsh, but the man looks 37. I don't know why he looks so old to me, but can't believe he's only 27 years old. But um, one, age is a factor. Hate to go there, but age is a factor. And, you know, he's the younger. So it's like I think that, but it's not that alone. I just think that he's going to be more cautious. He's a very well-rounded fighter. He's very underrated in many uh in many respects and um but yeah i think he'll come in a lot more focused and he has the tools i, I think nico the best thing that you got to love what you can't just stand there and try and bang with that dude can't stand there and try to bang with that dude and i think that you know uh michelle will level change you know where uh nico down and we see that nico he tends to have his hands a little low he, he's susceptible to uh getting tagged and Michelle isn't someone you want to continuously get tagged by, you know. And I mean, it's not a big difference in the age range, 31 versus 27. But still, uh, I think I think Michelle will will pull it out. I don't think it will be as chaotic as people think it might be. Thanks for the question. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. Next up, uh, we have Unbroken MMA. Do you see Miguel Baeza getting past uh, Ponzi Zimbibio? To crack into the top 15. Uh, no. <laughs> I think that 10-0 is going to turn into a 10-1. Uh, both are black belts in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, I just think that Santiago is just the heavier of the hit hitters. And I think if he gets Miguel, gets touched twice. I mean, he has, you know, he both fighters um, grab him background, but they bang. That's what they do hit hard, but I just think Santiago is the heavier, better striker, and he's going to lay him out. He is the slight, slight underdog. Uh, last I checked, they may have changed. The spread may have gotten a little bit wider. Um, yeah, and by the way, uh, Ash, I don't... Uh, Americani, uh, eye candy, I don't favor him in that fight. So, there's my other pick. <laughs> there's my other pick. And my other pick here is... Uh, I think Miguel can get it done. I doubt it, though. But again, he's a suspect picks. The suspect, suspect picks. He also asked, uh, Unbroken MMA, Unbroken MMA at Richie MGR, right? Hope I got that correct. And UnbrokenMMA.com. Check out his content as well. I told you, content heavy. Uh, content creators on here today and even those who don't necessarily i mean mr b my man mr b i mean providing so much con so much information to the timeline he is the ultimate hardcore watches every single thing you know so i include him in that now next question from unbroken mma is um what new blood do you like in the 170 division? Uh, you know what? Boars. We talked about 100% finishing rate. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm going to bring him up again. <laughs> um, yeah, Boars, man. Uh, you know, like Hamzat Shamiv. I mean, I think sooner or later he's going to settle in the middleweight division. I don't think he's going to stay at welterweight. I don't think he's going to fluctuate between welterweight and middleweight much longer. I think he's going to settle possibly with middleweight. I just think that's a better division for him. But, you know, I still got faith in Empa. Uh, Kassan Ganaye. You know, I always got to, you know, I got the speech impediment, so I got to pronounce, you know, get this pronunciation. I didn't heard the name a thousand times, but, you know, got to get that right. 9-1, you know, I, I still have faith in him. 
You got Carlston uh, Harris. I know these aren't names, exciting names, but Dwight Grant. I mean, Danell, uh, Daniel uh, Rodriguez, you know, 14-2. I mean, he's not necessarily uh, new. He's not necessarily a prospect, but, you know, I have my eye on him. Uh, another person who's not necessarily a prospect, but uh, Abu Bakar, Nomikamadov. I mean, we should all have our eyes on him and no one else really, uh, prospect or no. We definitely got to keep our eyes on him. And uh, Matthew Smells uh, Burger. I know he's not kind of a spicy choice. You know, I know you're looking for that spicy, kind of sexy, up-and-coming prospect uh, of violence. But uh, not in looks, but violence. Uh, yeah, that's what I got, man. <laughs> that's that's what I've been keeping my eyes on. I just can't get past, you know, like Daniel Rodriguez. I mean, my man just straight up called Mike Perry all kinds of names, got the fight, and got it done. Congrats to him. But, yeah, thank you for writing in, man. Good to see you. Now, I have brought up uh, with Ashley's question, brought up Nate versus Leon and Meep. I believe it's Meep MMA, M-E-E-P, M-M-A, at Meep, M-E-E-P, M-M-A. He, uh, well, they, they ask Leon uh, versus Nate has actually is 50-50 from what I've seen. What is the uh, running for you? I I think that Leon should be a heavy favorite. Now, they're probably not going to do a big favorite just because it's Nate Diaz. And I just his name is so synonymous with Vegas. I don't think they're going to have him start off as a really a wide margin in terms of betting. I don't think he'll be necessarily get to like, say, a two plus 200. He'll probably it probably dead even price star dead even. I think that Leon should run circles around Nate. First of all, he shouldn't be standing and banging and get baited into uh, getting um, counterpunched by Nate. Nate is he's an underrated counterpuncher. And of course, level changing, I think early on now, later on, I assume this will be three rounds. Now, later on, if it doesn't get bumped up. So, you know, half of the second round into the third, maybe level change just to take down and get try to get back up again and not get caught. Because Nate tries to stand and bang. And I don't think, it, even though he has the most, him and his brother had the most, well, Nate right now, because he's fighting, has a, probably the best cardio going in all of MMA. But I think, you know, looking at his previous fights, I do think that he's kind of, I think it's just Father Thomas. Not his workouts. It has nothing to do with smoking weed or anything like that. I just think that Father Thomas is catching up to him. He's been in the game a long time. And it wears on your body, regardless of age. That's why I don't agree with, say, a fighter being out of their prime simply because of age. I think just when they're in the game for over 10 years, it wears on the body. I don't care who it is. Do not care who it is. 10 years is a long time, especially to be inside. The, training is one thing. Or, say, a discipline like jiu-jitsu or something like that, like Mackenzie Dern. Like, she's fresh and ready to go and no i'm not saying because she looks that's the way she looks but you know it's jujitsu not necessarily mma and utilizing jujitsu inside mma she's only been in a short period of time like not someone like her although her other craft she has been doing since she was a kid um i just think that nate because he was inside of that octagon inside of, you know competing for so long it just wears on you but yeah i think that leon should just run circles around him honestly it shouldn't even be a competition but leon as i said before he has to step up he has to show up this can't be another decision easy going fight first of all nate ain't going to play that 
He's going to be, he's going to, the slap's going to come if Leon's messing around. But yeah, uh, I, to me, it shouldn't even be a competition. It shouldn't be, it may be com- competitive, but Leon, as long as he goes in there with a solid plan, he, sh- he, of all people, he's athletic. He has reach. He knows how to use his range. He'll, he should be slipping in and out. He has to do that now against Nate Diaz because he can't, he won't even stand a snowball's chance in hell against Usman in a rematch if he doesn't know how to get in and out of range, avoid getting counterpunched by someone like Nate Diaz. If he can't avoid the counterpunch, and that's not fight math, okay, but if he can't avoid a counterpuncher like Nate Diaz, who's not fantastic, but decent, ain't ain't no, because that's what Usman has been doing. He's been countering, he's offensive, he's been countering, like, he's under Trevor Whitman. He can't can't be messing around. This is a good test run for him, especially going in there against an elite grappler, because that's Gilbert Burns. You know, Gilbert Burns is a third-degree black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Nate is, God knows what he is, like fourth degree or something like this at this point. But, yeah, th- uh, thank you so much for the question. Greatly appreciate it. And that, if I forgot someone's question, please let me know. But that should be the end of listener questions and of uh, my breakdown. <laughs> Okay, folks, now to finish out the UFC, uh, I mean, everyone's pretty much, they're doing, uh, I see that they're talking a lot about Camila Kirk. Jordan Levis is probably the most solid, uh, lock. I mean, he's not a solid lock as far as I'm concerned in this matchup. It's, he's going up against another grappler, you know, and I know you're like, well, who cares? But someone who really tries to hunt for submission. So I don't, I don't know about this one. Uh, Camila Kirk, I can definitely see leaning towards him. Like I said, I'm not really favoring Americani in this matchup. And then uh, Tanner Boza, I expect Tanner Boza to do Tanner Boza things. So I think he would be a solid as far as your betting goes. Uh, Mason Jones, I'm, you know, sure, sure. I can definitely see that one. But Montana Del Rosa, I, like I said, I wouldn't bet on that at all. I wouldn't bet on that at all. Because the thing is, she might get peace up. You know, she might hit get get hit with a bomb and then get subbed. It's not impossible. She's not that great on the ground. Gregory uh, Rodriguez, I don't favor him in this, in his matchup. Wall Harris is the uh, plus 150. Last I checked the plus 150 underdog for a reason, man. He just, it's sad. You know, we want to see Walt Harris do well, but once you make it out of that first round, his gas tank goes straight South and whoever he's fighting, Wins, and I expect uh, Marcin Tabor to be no exception to that role. I expect him not to be dumb enough to trade heavily in the first round. Just bait Walt into some exchanges so he wears himself out. Get out of that. Sadly, you get out of that first round. Everything's okay. Now, for the headline, Jarzinho Rosenstruck versus Augusto Sakaya. I mean, you know, <laughs> so Sakaya, um, He's like, uh, I saw uh, my man Cyrus did a post, and apparently Sakaya is like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to beat Rosenstruck with some Muay Thai. And it's like, wait, the, the two-time World Cup tournament champion in kickboxing? 
<laughs> Listen, uh, if you watch one championship, you see a lot of times, you know, the Muay Thai fighters don't do all that well against kickboxers. You know, even though it's like Muay Thai versus Muay Thai, but if the person just all of a sudden starts doing some uh, kickbox, throwing some kickboxing in there, like uh, Jackie Bhutan, you know, her fight with uh, it was Wonder Girl. You know, I always get them Wonder Girl. Yes, Wonder Girl uh, fair text. As you can see, you know, it's supposed to be Muay Thai, but we just started throwing some kickboxing up in there. It's a long day at the office for that Muay Thai fighter. You know, because the, the kickboxers can stay out of range. They're not going to get in uh, get in too close and get caught with elbows, things like that. So, yeah, I'm like, no, you're a brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You level change on Rosenstrike. That's what uh, Gan did. He didn't just do Muay Thai. And, he's, and Gan is way more athletic than any of these heavyweights, except for, I mean, even to me, even more athletic than... Uh, Ningano, certainly more than Steep. Steep, I'm sorry, he's 38 years old. You know, I, I, what did I tell you about earlier? I don't, I don't favor 38 year olds, man. But in this matchup right here, I, I think that's a terrible plan. I had him winning. He was going to be my uh, underdog upset pick, but that's a terrible plan. Like, not to level change. Like, don't go by what happened in Jarzinho's last fights. Do not use fight math. So, and, he, and this is, here's a fighter, I think, using fight math. Well, you know, maybe I used that Muay Thai too. Like, no. <laughs> you know, box a little. You know, uh, uh, especially with the height, as we see a height difference, like six foot four, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Jarzinho has to be my height. And then Jarzinho at two, he came in at 264, I think. And he's like, basically, you know how I feel about that, man. Well, you my height. Look, like I said, uh, oh, if you don't know, I say constantly on the, um, on the uh, podcast, you know, I'm six foot tall, 240. You know, need to lose some pounds, but, you know, not a bad 240. It, but it's it's not cool. <laughs> you know, it is not cool moving 240. I don't care what anybody say, it ain't cool moving around six foot you know, six two, six uh actual six four, not pretend six four like Jarzinho. You know, okay, no problem. But you know, coming in at two sixty something, nah. Mm mm. So his guy, I don't know, this probably could this fight would probably be a disaster. But uh, I expect Sakai to actually have some better cardio. He's the bigger fighter coming in lighter. You know, but yeah, that's a terrible plan. So I think Jarzinho is going to uh, catch him. And knock his ass out. So that's it for. Uh, oh, and Tom Breeze. Tom Breeze. My Tom Breeze pick is kind of biased. My Tom Breeze pick is kind of biased. Uh, but yeah, I think Tom Breeze uh, is the minus two thirty five favorite, and I, I believe he's going to get it done. I believe Roman is going to get it done. Leaning heavily on the uh, favorites in this uh, on this card. But yeah, um, that's it for UFC. One championship. At, you know, look. Simapet Feratek showing a sore jaw Pietai what time it is. Like, now you're only going to be second best as long as I'm around. Great victory for Anthony Doe. I'm so, it's nice to see when strikers or someone with the striking base doesn't panic when on the ground. I can't stand when fighters and even trainers and then even when the corners yell out, get up, stand up. No. 
Teach him jujitsu. Like with the Valerie Loretta situation, teach her how to scramble out. Teach her jujitsu. Teach her what to do when she gets taken down to the ground. How hard is that? So great victory. I was rooting for Anthony, though. Like I can't stand when grapplers just shoot in raw for the takedown, thinking that's all they need to do. That was the problem with Ryuto Foga, thinking they just shoot for a takedown and that's it. No, that's not it. It's mixed martial arts. It's not wrestling. You know, you got to do more. You can't just do, you know, shoot for a takedown and that's it. So good to see, uh, good to see that Sean, uh, Shia Wei, who, uh, Shaolin kickboxer with, who was trained at the Shaolin Temple. A great victory there for him. Oh man. Ahmed Faraz, Faraz, to me, he had to fight one had he not doubted it completely in, but see what I mean by cardio? His cardio was completely gone, and he couldn't do nothing at the round. I think he was trying to be overly cautious on the same side, but it was really his, uh, his cardio was shot. That's really what the situation was. But, hey, it happens. It happens. But yeah, full blast was great. Going to get another full blast part two coming up. June is a big month, people. So be ready, be prepared. And uh, I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to close this bad boy out. Thank you so much for joining me. It is it always is a blast to do this. Um, it is an honor, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show. You know, I always try to keep it short. I am going to throw in some more uh, recaps next episode. But you know, you know, you know, I love me some one championship, and we had we had one championship. We had CFF. People's like, oh, it wasn't any fights on. Yes, it was. We had one championship in the daytime. Well, for me anyway, in the daytime, and you had CFFC two nights in a row. People, two nights in a row. But yeah, I'm going to wrap this up here. You guys stay safe, stay positive, and stay vigilant.